Welcome to Choir Talks. This is Luke chapter 10. Here's the story. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made, and she came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed, only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. All right, so why is this story in, in the gospel? Why did Luke see fit to capture this story? I mean, it's, it's not a miracle. It's not Jesus speaking truths to the crowd. It's not him refuting the, the Pharisees or any of the other things that seem so important to put in here. It's really just Jesus and his group of closest followers. Um, so I believe it's there because it's a, it's a teachable moment. I believe that's why he included it. It's a teachable moment. It was spoken to close followers, and I think that teaching is for close followers. And I think that the teaching here has to do with seeking intimacy with Jesus, a closeness to Jesus. And so um, here's, some, here's some things to pull out of this story to me. First of all, intimacy with him is Jesus' first priority. It was the thing that he commended in Mary. It took precedence over all the great things that Martha was doing and had planned. Intimacy here in this story is the main thing to Jesus. He says there's few things that are needed, really just one. That gives it great priority. Intimacy with him was Jesus' first priority, which means, uh, secondly, that intimacy with him was more important to Jesus than working or serving. Now, that's kind of hard for us, I think, you know, because uh, for us, doing something always seems better than just being. But uh, he did not commend Martha, even though she was the one getting all the, the spiritual work done, right? She was the one making all the preparations for him to be there. That seems really important, honestly. Uh, we would have probably all been in the kitchen with her if we knew Jesus was going to be there. But Mary, knowing Jesus was going to be there, stopped everything to focus on him. And that was the thing that drew Jesus' commendation. Service actually as a substitute for worship is really idolatry. It doesn't bless the Lord. It, it's really the opposite. Notice that intimacy with Jesus here is a choice. In the end, Jesus says this, Mary has chosen what is better. Now, that speaks to me because it reminds me that I've, I've got to seek uh, the Lord, um, that I, it, it, it takes effort on my part to seek after him, to, to, to be an intimate with Jesus. She made a choice to set aside busyness and come and sit at his feet, and we have to make that choice too. I also am curious about the relationship between busyness and anxiety. Um, you can see Martha, not only is she busy and doing good stuff, but without being an intimate with, with Jesus, without being that type of person, or in other words, doing all her serving detached from being a worshiper, being an intimate person, brought anxiety to her. Listen to Jesus, what Jesus says. He says, you are worried and upset. I mean, she was full of anxiety trying to accomplish something for Jesus when really he said what is needed is come, come and sit. 
in, in this church, we have a three-pronged um, statement that is our vision statement. It, know God is the first principle of that. And that's really what Jesus is saying here. Come and, and know me. And all the other stuff that you're going to do for me flows out of a vibrant relationship. The power to do all that other stuff will come as you spend time in my presence. Notice also that Mary made a choice, but Jesus also seeks the one who is going to be intimate with him. Like, think about it. Jesus could have, he could have gone to the kitchen to hang out. I mean, that's where Martha was going to be. He could have gone there, but he chose instead to go to the place where Mary, the one who was going to come be intimate and, and listen to him, that's where he chose to be, was with her. It reminds me of John chapter 4 that says that um, the Father is seeking after uh, worshipers, those who will worship him in spirit and truth. All right, let's look at the two ladies real quick. Um, five characteristics that you can kind of see in Martha. She has, because she is deficient in being a worshiper, and being an intimate person with Jesus, spending time with the Lord, um, she has a complaining spirit. She comes to Jesus, she says, don't you care? She's a complainer. She doesn't reverence his authority. I mean, he's, he's the rabbi, and she, she comes to him in this just, you know, I'm, let me tell you what to do kind of spirit. She has a, a selfish spirit. Notice, um, it's not that the work isn't getting done. It's that she's having to do it by herself. She says, don't you care that she has left me to do the work by myself? She has a selfish spirit. She has a demanding spirit. You tell her uh, to come and help me. Uh, also, notice how she, is, uh, she concentrates on things rather than relationship. Uh, Man, I'm guilty of that a lot. Often let things rise in level of importance in my life over relationships. All right, here, let's look at Mary real quick. Three things about Mary. Uh, There's not much is said about her, but out of what is said, um, we see that she comes close to Jesus. I mean, she comes not only to the room where he is, but she gets as close as she can get to him. Uh, So that's just, that speaks to me, uh, that, that we need to, he says, draw close to me. And that's what we need to do uh, in our daily life. She comes with um, a humble spirit. Uh, And I say that just because of the posture. I mean, Luke is careful to record that she uh, was at his feet. Um, She didn't come and sit beside him at his level. She chose this posture of humility, just showing this relationship uh, that she expected to have. Uh, Isaiah says, I, uh, God says in the, in the book of Isaiah, I live in a high and holy place, but also with the contrite and the humble in spirit. And lastly, about her, that she was focused on communication. It says that she sat at the Lord's feet listening. Uh, so I noticed that word there. So often that I stumble into God's presence and give him all the stuff that I want him to do, and then I'm gone, right? But she sat in listening. Like, her goal there was to know Jesus, to understand him. And so she sat and, and listened to what he had to say. Uh, and just lastly, intimacy is the, the enduring aspect of any relationship. The time that, that you spend learning and knowing someone and having intimacy with them is, is what you remember. It's what sticks with you. Um, and so in times of uh, persecution, Believers have lost their possessions, they've lost their freedoms, they've lost their families, but nobody can take away the intimate relationship that they've developed with Jesus. It's the enduring thing, and and Jesus says this, it shall not be taken away from her. Let's pray.
Father, I thank you for this teachable moment, God, and whatever you wanted to say to us tonight as we think about these, these two ladies and the experience they had in your presence. Um, Lord, teach us to be like Mary. Teach us to love you, seek you, and want to know you. Uh, God, convict us when we are too busy and, too, and doing things that separately from the, the power that we derive from being in your presence. Uh, and we just ask you that tonight in Jesus' name. Amen.